Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast, where there's always going to be some little issue that we've got to deal with. <laughs> I'm your host, Dave West, dealing with the issues, codename, Phantom Trouble Try to Solver. <laughs> Trouble Solver. Uh, and I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I am your Cobra intern that wants to make sure that your shipping information is correct for your Sky Striker 50 times a day. Codename Legion Cub. We, we got a lot of emails about that, didn't we? I was bored. <laughs> I had nothing better to do. No matter how many times I've gotten things off of Hasbro Pulse in the last year and a half, I still was like paranoid that for some reason mine oh, yeah. wasn't updated. And that's why they, they kept emailing me. Yep. Man, my we... anxiety plan has worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I've set things up a little differently. As if, if anybody here who watches the Needless Things YouTube channel and my reviews knows, I'm I like tweak things, tweak lighting, tweak the camera, whatever. And I last week for our live stream, I set up my new ring light over here, which I think is working a little better because now I don't have this like blistering ceiling light blinding everybody. That's off now. And now I have my phone with the chat. Right in front of my face, Casey Wheeler, Craig Dukas, Pure Soul 81. I like that. Golden Cub, Captain Speedy. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We got we got a lot. And I know we say that like every week, but it's funny how between the things that we think are going to be fun to talk about and between the actual news that happens, we just are, are blessed with G.I. Joe content at the moment. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast, and that is the place where you can sound off every Monday that we are doing a live stream. Look for the sound off post, and you can give us stuff to talk about, make suggestions. And if it's something that we've already got on the docket, that's cool. If it's something that we haven't thought of, we'll talk about it. That's going to be a segment later in the show. Uh, but, but I've got the chat's right in front of me this time, but I have this weird thing going on because the live YouTube feed is, you know, 30 seconds behind what I'm looking at on my screen. So like right now, my hands are doing different things on YouTube than they are live. And it's really kind of messing with me. I thought this would be better because I'd have the chat right in front of my face. And I don't know that this is better. Uh Action J, what's up, guys? Midnight Desperado. We we've got some exciting folks in the chat tonight. Yo <laughs> Joe, yo Joe, indeed. Uh, and a guest star of Mandora and her electro charger. I got mine, and th those reviews are actually going up this week on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Not Joe related, although Joe related Tiger Force Bazooka go does go up tomorrow on the channel, so you guys can check that out. Uh, and I already put over needless things, so we got that knocked out. You can get Audible Interlude t-shirts, which none of us are wearing tonight for whatever reason. Uh, but links are in stories. If you go to Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram and go to the stories where it like saves them. What, what is that called? I don't know. A pinned it, story. Yeah, if you go to the pro profile page, it's got little spots and you can get the links to the shirts. They're on sale all the time. I don't begrudge anybody waiting for one of the sales. You can get them for like 13, 14 bucks plus shipping, uh, but they're cool shirts. And we have new shirt designs that will definitely be available by Joe Fest, if not before then, but we are working with uh, some artists to get some really cool stuff done. Uh, and I also want to put over uh, 
Shop Slickalicious on Etsy. It's not just the best name for an Etsy store you've ever heard of. There's some awesome stuff on there. So go check out Shop Slickalicious. Uh, all right, let's get down to it. Well, first of all, check this out. I didn't even tell you guys about this. Look at my new mouse pad. Nice. Oh, nice. It is the first time in my life I have ever spent money on a mouse pad. They got them <laughs> in at Big Bad Toy Store. So I just threw it into my pile of loot for like whenever the next time they shipped something. But it's like super thick and really nice. I guess I guess when you pay for a mouse pad, they're slightly nicer <laughs> than the free ones that you get as promotional, you know, whatever. Uh, so neither one of you fellas were interested in Duke and the Ram. Is that correct? Yeah. So I did see I him in the wild finally, and he still didn't. And yeah, I've, I've seen him in the wild now. I've seen him at two different targets. Uh, they had like two or three on the shelves. Uh, I was very excited about this one just because I love the Tiger Force deco on the Ram. Uh, the, I mean, the Duke looks cool. I, I can't say I like him better than the original classified Duke, but he's he's cool. Like, I dig it. I like having, I, I now have, which way do I go for you to see it, right? There behind me, I've got a Tiger Force and Python Patrol shelf. So what I've done is I've taken the variants, uh, including the Retro Destro, like any any like second version of a character, Arctic Storm Shadow, and they're on that shelf now with Tiger Force and Python Patrol. So it, it gives me an excuse to have them. But somebody, one of the commenters on YouTube pointed out, uh, and I didn't even, I didn't make anything of this. When you're looking at the Tiger Force Ram, the jaw or the mouth painted on it and once it's pointed out it is you notice it i didn't think anything of it it's on like the body of the motorcycle and it kind of seems like it should be on the front portion it looks weird once it's pointed out and i don't care it's fine i still dig it but like somebody did mention it and i was like oh gosh you're right i thanks for ruining this for me um they, they <laughs> didn't but it is like once you see it it is odd. It's an odd mouth placement. Uh, so if, let's say, Christian, you said you'd seen it in the wild. Noel, have you seen it yet? I have not seen anything Python or Tiger Force yet in the wild. Oh, not even the older stuff yet? No, not a really? thing. Really? Interesting. Okay, because I've at this point, I've seen Outback, the Bat, and the Vipers several times. Uh, I've seen Bazooka. Uh, Duke and the Ram, and I've not yet seen Rakondo or the Officer in the Wild, but I do have the Officer. I just hadn't reviewed it yet. Uh, so stuff is showing up slowly but surely. Uh, I don't know how plentiful anything is going to be because I haven't seen I haven't seen bats in a while. I saw a ton of them over the course of like two weeks, <clears throat> but I haven't seen them recently. I do still see vipers from time to time. I haven't seen anything up the target by me just redid their shelves for post christmas yeah that's when i saw the duke and they had pegs you know for classified figures but nothing was there what i found interesting was they also right next to the tiger force duke and ram they added a sticker for croc master and fiona which is how old now I mean, it seems like a lifetime. So it's yeah. like, yeah. is my target just now getting them in? I've never I seen a target. I've been, I've been stepping on them at uh, 
Walmart every time I yeah. go in. Yeah, I've seen them wow. at Walmarts. I haven't seen that one at a Target yet, so that's interesting. And I look, I think obviously distribution is loosening up, like things are getting out there, but I think it's still kind of wacky. I, I think there's like I do think all of this stuff was sitting in those trailers outside of Targets. And because they're finally unloading them and getting rid of them. And I, I think that's what it is. Uh, let's see. Who else have we got in the chat? Craig Dukas. Good to see you here. Ritz Murphy. What's up, gents? What's up, Ritz? Man, these names, you guys, are the best tonight. Bat, bats are in the cave for the winter. Yeah, that's <laughs> Good call, Craig. Uh, the, the last couple of weeks, I've wanted to be in a cave. Uh, all right. So I got a reaction bat and decided I want to do an unboxing of it. Uh, that review is available on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Now, you guys have already had these, right? Like, I was the last one. Didn't you guys get reaction bats? Yeah, I picked one up. I haven't okay. opened it. I just, I, I got it, and I had to open it because it just looked so great. It's such a clean, slick design. Everything interacts really nicely. Uh, the chest piece is just the most beautiful, translucent plastic uh really 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 great bat if it wasn't twenty dollars i'd love to have like 10 of them but it is twenty dollars so i'm gonna i'm gonna settle for one well we'll see what happens with the uh, target clearance prices I, well, later dude i never saw them in target i got mine uh I, my wife got it for me for christmas uh she ah. ordered it online i still have not seen a zartan or a bat in target but that does bring me to zartan was up on amazon for like regular not a you know, not cheap, but a regular price, 20 bucks shipped. And I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and order Zartan because I'm I'm sick of looking for him. I haven't seen uh I've only seen shipwreck, snake eyes as a snakeling, and cover girl. Those are the only three from this wave I've seen in targets ever. Hmm. So anyway, I ordered it and they sent it in a bubble mailer. But it is pristine. I mean, I, and it, unpunched. Yeah. It's even unpunched. Uh, card is beautiful. I, I've gotten stuff packed well in boxes that isn't in this good of shape. So I got lucky on that one. Then I've got my Zartan now. Uh, and it's a beautiful figure, too. Like, if you look at the, the blues on him, that color is great. He's got the mask. He's got the backpack that's functional. He's got a glare on him that's making it so you can't see anything. But that blue <laughs> just looks really good. Uh very well done figure, very sunbowy. I dig it. Uh, so Python Patrol Officer, I mentioned I had that. He shipped on uh January 7th, and the original arrival date was January 20th, but he ended up getting here on the 14th, so that's not too bad. Uh, and I canceled my pulse pre-order. Now, Christian, you I haven't even opened my officer yet, I just haven't had time. You've opened this guy up, you've yes, uh, and from your pictures, and then once I saw mine in person, because one of my concerns about that officer was that the shirt wasn't going to have enough contrast between the colors. What do you What do you think of it having it in hand? Totally. I, I, <clears throat> this is a figure that I don't think the online pictures do justice to. I agree because the yeah the scale pattern, the diamond shapes, totally noticeable difference i mean it's a green it's a a darker yellow green versus a lighter yellow green but right. the online photos it just look too similar 
but it really isn't. I, I, I love this figure. It there, there could be more contrast, but there's enough. Yeah. So it, well, I think, it, and it, it looks great. I, I really like the the darks and the lights of those really pop to me. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as I don't know how deep you got into investigating him, parts wise, is he a mix of the officer? No, he's just a straight up repaint. I mean, okay. with the exception of the the torso. Actually, no, I think because that's just painted on. Yeah, he's just a straight up. I put the two side by side and they are okay. identical, which is probably why I like him so much, because I loved that Cobra officer figure. Yeah, that, that's that's. It's it narrowly missed being in my top ten last year, but there was so much great stuff. It it would be in my top ten classified for sure, considering we only got like six classified figures last year. But well, until the, like the last month, until yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, Craig Dukas. So the, does the reaction figure finally once and for all answer the Zartan hood or hair question? Uh, <laughs> he has a hood, but I do kind of wish he had come with an interchangeable piece. That looked like hair. That would have been <laughs> just had a little awesome. bit of texture on it. Yeah, yeah, but it is—it's definitely a hood. I uh, never, Kevin I, Riddle. I received all three of my target orders: Rakondo, Bazooka, and Officer. Nice. I'm still waiting on Rakondo. That's the one I don't have yet. I got I guess him. It was not at the store. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Friday morning. Yeah, that's right. Everybody doesn't know this. Uh, I got to work Friday morning, and and one of the things I do, like once I once I sit, because I work five to five, so I get in at five a.m. and like once I've got everything lined up for the day, job wise, because I do try to be halfway responsible with my day job, I do like making money. Uh, I'll usually pop on to Target and just see if anything's come in stock, see if maybe something's at one of the stores to pick up. And so Friday morning, Rakondo was available at the Target that's on the way home from my, from work. Like I pass it every single day going between uh, work and home. Uh, in stock, I, I ordered it for pickup. Order went through, got the email saying this will be ready for you within two hours or whatever the case was. That was at 7.10 in the morning. 818 I get an email saying we're sorry this item is not available which is what I expected I 100% thought that's what would happen well then Sunday somebody in one of the local action figure groups posted a picture of the stock at that target and there were either two or three Rakondos on a peg and I was furious and I was at work still this was like two o'clock in the afternoon I've got three more hours to go I know there's no way they're still going to be there after I get off work and sure enough, they were gone. Uh, but I mean, I've got, I've got one back ordered from target that's supposed to ship between the 20th and the 27th. And then I've also got a pulse pre-order. Cause I only, I only messed up on my pre-orders that first wave, everything else mm. I've got uh, pulse and target or, or, you know, pulse target, Amazon, whatever. I have multiple pre-orders for everything. Now it was just that one wave that I messed up on. So I'll I'll have one. It would just be nice to have it in hand, you know. Uh, so Christian, you've got it in hand. Uh, yep. What do you think of this guy? So it the, the it, he's amazing. I I told you guys I don't want to give too much away. Um, I think 
they kind of show us how they can do chuckles. Uh, right, right. Based off of him. I think as much as I don't like the tiger stripe details on a lot of the other figures, for some weird reason with his pants and the fact that, um, you know, he's supposed to be sort of a camo guy, I think it works. But mostly with him, with Tiger Force Outback, with Zorana, they have stepped up the face sculpting game because he has like this kind of smirk thing going on underneath his mustache. So <clears throat> on the shelf, he just really, to me, again, along with out Tiger Force Outback, he pops because he's got personality instead of that typical yeah, yeah. action figure dead face stare. Um, so looking well, forward to the regular edition of him as well. Uh, my only complaint, I've seen people online that do their reviews that say that, you know, their hat, like they'll shake him and the hat doesn't come off. I can't get mine to stay on. For have you nothing. tried heating it up just to see if it reshapes a little bit? Not yet. Yeah, that, that's I saw somebody mention that and I, I wondered, like I was I wonder if you run that under a hairdryer for for a little bit. And then like stick it on his head. You know how sometimes stuff will sort of reshape and sit like yeah. the way it's supposed to sit. But he also has this fantastic mullet. Oh, so yeah, I feel like that the hat kind of hides it. So <laughs> I'll I'll leave the hat on the regular edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Why he'll be go out different? drinking with shipwreck Ricondo. <laughs> um so yeah, I found Bazooka in store and canceled my pre-orders. And I realized that that is the, I bought him on January 9th. And I realized that that is the first GI Joe classified figure I've bought in a store since May of 2021. Flint wow. and Lady J. Yeah. Everything wow. else has come from online. That's. And I'm not saying I haven't seen any in stores. It's just that the online pre-orders have gotten mm -hmm. to me first in every single case. Or uh, I've actually, I, I did a list before and I'll probably update it sometime soon of how many of the classified series I've actually even ever seen in store and less than half of them uh, I've actually like seen with my eyes in a store, which is <clears throat> wild. Uh, all right, let's see. What do we got? We got a few more comments on here. Uh, Ritz Murphy, the arms and torso on the Python Patrol officer are reused from the trooper. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Glenn Chipley Jr., what's up, guys? Craig Dukas, Target is insane. You are not kidding. Uh, Action J, I've been loving the more recent face sculpts. The face sculpts are fantastic, and I'm glad you brought that up, Christian, because my biggest issue, I got the Dungeons and Dragons movie figures just because it was exciting to see a new thing in the store. And I'm pretty excited about that movie, but their faces are so like dead and neutral that like the likenesses aren't bad, but they're so dull to look at. Um, So I like, I never would have imagined I'd have a Michelle Rodriguez that had like no character whatsoever in the face. No comment. <laughs> oh, come on now. You know you like a bad girl with a heart of gold just as much as I do. Uh, 
Rakondo is Kurt Russell from Tombstone. I I, I want Tombstone <laughs> figures so bad. And I know uh, things I can't unsee now. <laughs> I know uh, Fresh Monkey Fiction has their Old West line, and they've snuck mm-hmm. in a couple of uh, recognizable characters. Let's say, but I want a straight up licensed one twelfth scale Tombstone line of action figures. Uh, all right. Midnight Desperado classified recoil or hit and run. If you're asking for us mm. to choose between those two, hit and run all the way, baby. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. From the rumor mill, we have an anonymous source that tipped me off to something the other day that has since already been reported by full force because they release news reports like four times a day. So they're we nobody's ever going to scoop full force on anything. Uh, but it was mentioned to our anonymous source at a convention, not by Sergeant Slaughter, but by somebody who has done a lot of business with Sergeant Slaughter that Hasbro is working on a Transformers crossover of the Triple T that includes Sergeant Slaughter. Now, when we were first speculating, like way, way back, probably, a, what, a year ago, maybe, about possible vehicles for Transformer crossovers, the Triple T did come up uh, as one that we thought was the right size and had enough space to be a Transformer. Now, granted, this was before the Striker happened, and we realized, oh, well, they can do anything, <laughs> because that thing's, like, magical. Uh, if true, which it seems to be, because according to Full Force, Sergeant Slaughter himself kind of let it slip at a different convention that this was being worked on uh this is fantastic because you've got a triple whammy here you've got transformers you've got gi joe and you've got sergeant slaughter that we already know wrestling fans dip into sergeant slaughter merchandise even if it's not like wwe related uh so you've got this amazing trifecta of pop culture with this one thing the the thing that we kind of wanted to discuss is who is the triple t going to be what do you guys think who's the most likely candidate obviously it's going to be on autobot uh who do you guys think would make sense i think we had all kind of decided that Ironhide's probably the most obvious choice just because you know he kind of he kind of fits the mold he's he's tough he's he's you know a, a a-list character yeah um so I think that would be a good one, but uh, you know I could also see them going with something kind of odd, like a like a war path or something like that, just to change it up a little bit. The other one that I came up with after we discussed Ironhide was Cup, but because I love the idea of Cup like exchanging war stories with Sergeant Slaughter, like if you could, <laughs> if you could imagine the dialogue between Sunbow Sergeant Slaughter and Sunbow Cup, like that's amazing. <laughs> I would love to hear that. So I, I like that idea a lot, but I think it's a lot less likely. I do think Ironhide is kind of the most likely candidate, unless they just make it Optimus Prime, which I, I wouldn't really agree with, but, you know, Hasbro does. Oh, that things. didn't even cross my mind. But now that you've said it, I mean, they've got to get him into the line because right. that's immediate name recognition. Uh, Craig Dukas, have you guys mm. checked out the Casket of Cruelty accessory kit yet? Amazing looking set that even includes boxing gloves. Yes, I saw that on Big Bad Toy Store. It comes with a literal casket. It comes with sculpted like blood spill effects. 
and like a crossbow and all kinds of instruments of it's crazy it's really weird it's one twelfth scale uh i'm sure if you google casket of cruelty or if you go to big bad toy store and check it out uh it's just this bizarre collection of one twelfth scale accessories that this it's genius because we talk a lot about figure photography and how much of the market figure photographers are making up now and pushing because figure photography is driving the market as well uh and these kinds of things these accessory sets that give the figure photographers more options for creating dioramas and scenery and being creative are, are brilliant and i think uh there should be a lot more of them out there but yeah casket of cruelty looks pretty awesome i haven't I haven't pulled the trigger because I just don't know that I need another box of stuff to go in a drawer, but it also looks pretty awesome. So I don't know, but yeah, boxing gloves, you can get your custom big boa going on. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you don't have the patience to wait for Lenny to get around it, because I'm a hundred percent positive big boas on Lenny's list. I mean, we got Croc master as a yeah. super deluxe figure. So right. right. Big boa is not out of the question. Let's get big boa with a kangaroo. Let's just do it. <laughs> Let's just make it happen. Why not? Maybe, maybe we can finally get that big boa and Rocky Balboa well, two yeah, pack. That would be the optimal two pack. If they can get Stallone on board, yeah. then then that would be fantastic. And I've got I've got to say, Stallone, Tulsa King, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's it's pretty cool. It's not uh it's a little shallower than a lot of sort of crime drama type things. It's it's no breaking bad. But it is definitely entertaining, and seeing Stallone uh, play a, a mobster is a lot of fun. Great cast. Check that out. Give me a uh, Tulsa King figure. Uh, all right, so some news popped up before we started recording tonight for a change. Uh, Noel, do you want to take a look at this thing and tell us about it? Did I send you the link, or do you still got uh, it? Let me pull it back up. I don't have it up in front of me, but uh, I can definitely do that. Let me go back if I can. Did I close? Oh, that wait, window? let me see. Actually, let me see if I can. Oh, yes, yeah, so you can always do the whole. Yeah, the screen, screen share. share. So everybody can see it. Use our technology. That's right. Oh, my gosh. What is happening with my computer right now? It doesn't want to screen share. I'll tell you that. There we go. All right. Let's bring it up. Can we? I am pulling it up myself. This is not working very well. Well, I will I will go ahead and uh tell you all what it is. This is Tell the people about it. Diamond Select Toys G.I. Joe Legends in 3D Profit Director Destro one half scale bust. So uh yeah, they're gonna do a um a one half scale bust of Destro in his uh PD, which doesn't stand for the thing that we all said it did for years. Um, and, uh, he's, he's got his gold helmet. He's got his, his like cow printed. That's all I can say about it. Cause it's white and black. Um, well, it's, uh, well, no, it's, it's got a little color to it. It's, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's but, you yellowish know, it really, white. It really yes. doesn't look like cheetah print though. Like the no. watches on it are weird. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the typical, uh, PD Destro with the giant, uh, of course, he's got to have his giant amulet around his neck. Uh, $175 is the SRP. Uh, shipping in fall 2023. So looking at this thing, his uh, his disco necklace, if you notice, is actual chain links, which I think is awesome. 
And look at, he's got the wrist rockets around the base. Yeah, the like, base is probably the coolest part of that. I, mm-hmm. I, can't, I personally can't imagine paying $175 for this. However, if I had $175 with just nothing else to do with it, I would love to have this in the house because this thing, like, look at the look, like, the the head sculpt is fantastic. The green eyes, uh, it looks phenomenal. This is an incredible piece. One of the comments on the His Tank forums right there at the top is, Ford says, number one, who buys this? Number two, what does the rest of their house look like? <laughs> <laughs> that is a I feel fair like- question. Back when I used to work in comic shops, this is one of those pieces that we would buy knowing it's not going to sell except to some crazy rich tourists. So it's more of like a conversation piece in the store because we know that'll last longer than the Batman. Well, and that's um, because my wife ran a comic shop for like almost 20 years. That's where we met. And she actually had to explain what you just said to me at one point, because I had asked her, I was like, why do you get in so many of these weird statues that nobody's ever going to buy? And that was exactly what she said. She was like, because Batman and Spider-Man and whatever else are going to, or sexy lady statues are all going to sell. But like, we need something that's going to be constant in the display. And eventually somebody is going to come in and buy it. Right. But like you for every pieces that are there just basically to take up the space and maintain that area of the store for every four princess leia statues you buy a size noodles yes yes it lets people know you have star wars statues that's right that's exactly right (laughs) uh golden cub says i could 3d print something like that uh get on it man uh Glenn Clip, uh, Glenn Chipley Jr. That will look great next to a black velvet Vegas Elvis painting. <laughs> yes. You're exactly right. Uh, or just in the midst of several, di- imagine a shelf of busts of Elvis from every different era, and then like Destro just right beside them. I think that would, uh, I think that would be kind of perfect. Uh, all right, let me put this away so I can actually see the show notes and figure out what we're talking about next. Oh, Robo Skull Mark II update. I need my email for this. So, obviously, the Skeletron folks have been amazing with updates, with keeping us up to date, with actually sending out product when it came in crazy early. Uh, so, Hello, Robo Skullers. We hope you had a wonderful holiday. Blah, 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 blah. Fulfillment schedule. In our December 3rd update, we mentioned that some of this project was ahead of schedule, some was pacing on time, and some progress was running a bit behind where we would ideally like it to be. We've continued to work closely with our factory team since that time, and our overall progress is not as far along as we would like it to be heading into the Chinese New Year. Based on our most recent review, we believe that our fulfillment timeline must be revised, and we are now projecting that the balance of fulfillment will likely occur in late summer. Now, this to me is no big deal. With a product like this, I I want it to be the best quality it can be. I know the people making it want it to be the best quality it can be. And take your time. I, I don't care. Well, let me walk that back a little bit uh within reason i don't care when i get this i just want it to be awesome 
and I know these guys are going to work as hard as they possibly can on it. We've, well, we've, I've met them. I've talked to them. Uh, we've seen their product. We've got the Skella drones. We know how amazing they are. Uh, I'm, I have no problem with a delay, delay it up, fellas. Late summer is not a big deal. And they do mention further down in this message that, you know, they may also do kind of what they did with the Skella drones with fulfillment. If product does get finished, then maybe they'll send out certain items. Like we, we may get things between now and the end of summer, if they get finished up at the factory and make it over to the States. So these guys are working as hard as they can to make what I think is going to be the product of the year. So it's fine. No big deal. All right. Now we've got kind of a big topic. If you guys are ready, his tank, which we were just talking about uh, with the Destro bust has put up an official poll now official for his tank. It's not official in any way for like Hasbro. Now, we do know that the powers that be at Hasbro are on his tank, are monitoring his tank, and are aware of the wants of the his tankers. Uh, but his tank put up a poll to vote for what people most wanted as the classified HasLab. In our last episode, I went over the results of that poll. Uh, but the five finalists of the poll of like 30 things were the vamp the snowcat the thunder machine the dragonfly and the mobat so as of right now well before we get to what what the results are at the moment uh out of those five which would you guys prefer it's the vamp well, and the, the guys with us in the chat, you guys, let us know what you would prefer. Here are the five choices up on his tank. The Vamp, the Snowcat, the Thunder Machine, the Dragonfly, and the Mobat. So people in the chat, tell us your pick. Uh, Christian, out of those five, which one would you most like to see as a HasLab? Or is the next HasLab? Yeah, I was going to say, if I'm going for realistic choice... Um, out of those, I would say the Mobat, because I know it's got to be Joe related since we have the His Tank, right? And I just think that that's a more, I mean, a tank for a tank. That that's my choice as well. Um, and I want, I honestly, I don't. It doesn't. We've talked about this before. I don't need like literally the Mobat. I need a big green tank that is done to HasLab standards. So if it's basically the Mauler, but it's green and they call it the Mobat, I don't care, but give me a big green tank and it needs to be green. I don't want a beige, excuse me, I don't want a beige tank. That's just not as cool looking to me. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I need a Mauler. I need, I never owned one when I was a kid. Uh, Thor Golden Cub, thank you. You are awesome. Um, So... That that is the what is what is it called, Christian? Super super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Yeah. Uh Casey Wheeler, podcast from the pit. Everybody check out podcast from the pit. Casey Wheeler says the dragonfly. Uh, but I just it needs to be a green tank, and that's why I want a mauler, but it was never I never totally loved the mauler because the that color, I'm just not as big a fan of the desert colors. Noel, what about you? Out of those five, what's your pick? 
I mean, I think that the Mobat's probably of the five, the most realistic next one. If I got my choice on those, it would be the Thunder Machine because I just don't see the Thunder Machine being a retail item. Um, but yeah, I, I think well, the that's Mobat. Why, that's why the Vamp isn't my vote because I think the Vamp is at the, it can at least be a fan channel item. Yeah, yeah, I think the vamp has a good chance of being a retail item, especially with the reuse they can get out of it. I mean, how many different vehicles, how many different re-releases can they get out of that basic tooling? They've got the Vamp Mark II, the Stinger, the Tiger, uh, Tiger Paw, Ti- or Tiger Tiger, Tiger Sting, Cat. Tiger Cat. What is Tiger it called? Um, the Dreadnought version, like they oh, can no, Tiger release... Cat's the Snow Cat. Yeah, yeah. What the heck is the Tiger Force Vamp called? <laughs> Somebody help we, us out. This yeah, somebody in the chat hard. tell us. Well, let's look at some chat stuff here while we're going. Everybody's giving their votes. Uh, Ritz Murphy says Dragonfly for me. Uh, hanging would be awesome and would save space. And somebody pointed this out. Uh, some kind of recent release. I can't remember what it was right now. Had a had a hook, an attachable hook. Oh, the Playmobil Enterprise. It actually has a hook that attaches to it so you can hang it up. Very interesting. Oh, I thought... For a moment, I was picturing the Enterprise with a winch hook, and I'm like, "What? Playmobil? <laughs> no, get just, your just crap for, together for display." <laughs> okay. Um, or Golden Cup. I kind of want a mass device or Weather Dominator next. Again, I think those are things that could be like fan channel items that would be like figure sets or something. Uh, JJ Holdershed, welcome. I would back any of them, but I would have to go with the Snowcat because it's my personal favorite. And I love the Snowcat. And we've talked about it on the show, how unique it is and how much play potential there is with that one. It's a good choice. Uh, Craig Dukas, Thor Golden Cub, I would totally back either of those. Uh, Ritz Murphy, Thunder Machine would be great for an O-ring reboot. While we've talked about the Thunder Machine rumors that are swirling around right now that hopefully we'll hear something about soon. Uh, so right now on his tank, this thing has been so close the whole time it's been going on. Uh, the winner, oh my gosh, we have a tie. Right now, the Snowcat and the Dragonfly are tied with 21.99% of the vote, 104 votes apiece. Next up, the Thunder Machine with 98 votes, 20.72% of the votes. The Vamp at 84 votes, 17.76%. And pulling up the rear, the Mobat with 83 votes, 17.55%. Wow. Look at how tight that is, though. Like the top votes 104, the bottom votes 83. Like that's really, really, they're all very close. And I think, I think the takeaway from this is that we're going to back whatever it is. Like, whatever Hasbro puts up, we're going to be excited about it. We're going to back it. We just have preferences within that that we'd like to see. Uh, so everybody, I mean, look, if if you guys, if you're not on his tank, sign up, be a part of it. Uh, it's, it's just a great community, great resources. Uh, so much uh, information and input to be had there. Uh, all right. I can't remember who brought this to our attention. Who brought the literary thing to our chat? Who brought literature to our chat? Yeah, who, who, brought, who brought these these book people into our conversation? Me Noel, and words. The link to this. What is this? 
the all the code names with the, the oh authors. oh i thought you were talking about in our chat here yeah yeah so um i have to go find that too i tiger didn't think sting. that was that that's, word. That's but yeah what... we um yes tiger sting like the stinger that makes total sense yeah right right um yeah there was uh they released the list of the the computer system names of all of the 2023 figures um as you know like we had the original wave they were names like they had like weird insect names and uh there was you know, grasshopper and then they did planet names there was mars and yeah. jupiter and stuff like that mm-hmm. so yes i've got the list up now the they are all named after well for the most part they're all named after famous um authors Kerouac... and, and real quick i just want to point out nothing about this list is confirmed in any way not what anything <laughs> means even the list itself you know we we don't know we don't know what any of this means and it's funny to me how quickly speculation turns into confirmation like one person will say oh i think i think lovecraft is connected to cobra law (laughs) and then like like a day later somebody will say yeah so lovecraft is nemesis enforcer speaking it as fact right and and none of that we, we no, don't know what any there was, of this is. there was no correlation between the names no there never has before been. it just no. it's a placeholder to get it into the systems of these of these retailers and but target, it is fun to speculate yeah yeah and target leaves them up on their on their price tags uh right. when they're up on the yeah. shelf as well yeah bazooka um, was like colander or something when i bought him <laughs> i don't remember what it was so just to run down real quick you have kerouac and shakespeare which are speculated as target exclusives well now don't skip over what i think is actually the most interesting part of these and that's the prefixes ah uh, yes kerouac and shakespeare both have a thr in front of them yes yes thr that i think so. is a clue as to at least what kind of figures these are yeah now whether whether that something to do with the retailer or the type of figure i don't know uh but it, but it's just an interesting note that two of them have that and then we've got some other designations as well yeah there's let's see we got tolkien fitzgerald uh love uh lovercraft which yes. is not his name uh which is clearly cutter because <laughs> lovercraft rhymes with hovercraft. that's right uh and if and if you've uh ever seen any of the uh the the finest house things that that my costume club has put out then uh it makes sense for for cutter to be the lover on the hovercraft uh <laughs> wolf uh dumas and then there's says pet so that could be you know your mutt and junkyard or something like that well it uh, could be scrap iron as well because i believe at one point somebody referred to scrap iron as coming with sort of a drone like type thing and there was a reference to it being considered a pet well the, the next one it says Fiona. dlx so that could be a deluxe figure well right, right that's yeah and that's uh but as we know deluxe could just be mindbender that comes with like three extra accessories or kamakura that comes with a bunch of junk right uh dovle deluxe and then you've got ftys and that's wells and dickinson and those are both speculated as amazon exclusives interesting yeah so i'm not sure what ftys could stand for there's also let's see hobbs there's adv asop so another 
little adventure clues. team. Are we getting an adventure team? <laughs> They've been listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for Christian. And then finally, these are all your standard names: Steinbeck, Plath, Twain, Vern, Carol, Dickens, Shelley, Bronte, Austin. So yeah, it's it is an interesting theme that all the ones for 2023 are named after authors. Um, but yeah, that that is really interesting that we have some that have uh, possibly saying that they come with a pet or they are a deluxe or they are an exclusive to a, a retailer. Yeah, 21 names total. We don't, uh, I don't remember off the top of my head how many we've got in the pipeline. I want to say it was like 30 something. I, I, it feels like a lot. There's I a have the list and I don't remember where it is right now. We'll uh, maybe we'll follow up on the next episode uh, for that. Uh, we got a couple of comments here. Craig Dukas, uh, Thunder Machine Soundwave O-Ring rumor makes me think it's not likely an option for Classified HasLab. I think you're 100% right about that. So if that, if we're getting that Thunder Machine Soundwave, which it kind of seems like, uh, I don't see a Thunder Machine HasLab happening anytime soon. Uh, and then how many names are on that list? How many? But I do, see it, I do see it as an O-Ring figure if they do it as that, because I'm sure they'll probably be retooling a lot of those parts yeah yeah absolutely uh all right next up uh sky striker is almost here i would imagine the first shipping notification because today is a holiday obviously um i would imagine the first shipping notifications are probably going to start going out tomorrow i may be wrong it may it may not be until next monday but considering the cutoff day was what was it thursday thursday I think there's a good chance those things are going to start going out tomorrow, or at least they'll they'll start printing the labels tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so the Sky Striker is is imminent. Do we want to talk a little bit? Let's see what time is it. Eight forty six. You know what? I think we're going to have to put this off and maybe talk <clears throat> about it uh, on the next audio episode because this is going to be kind of a big conversation. So let's move along to. Let's go ahead and get to sound off. Are you guys ready to to uh, check out what our Instagram folks uh, wanted us to talk about today? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so this segment is where you can hit up Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. If you're following us there, every Monday that we do a live stream, we're going to put a post up that says sound off. And it's your opportunity to tell us what you want us to talk about here on the live stream uh, and we've got, I've actually got one that's from our last one that came in right at the end of my workday, which by the way, just a little bit of follow-up. So our last live stream, I was supposed to have the day off for the first time and I didn't, I ended up having to work an overtime day, but today I was off all day long. It was wonderful. It's, it's this has been everything I wanted it to be. Uh, so Griddle Games, uh, right at the end of my workday, put one in I forgot to add it to the list. I just, right at the end of the day. Uh, maybe some predictions on waves who when and what the next walmart and target exclusive lines could be uh so wave predictions we kind of know everything in the pipeline i don't know that we need to run down those and speculate too much on what the waves are going to be but i do think it's interesting that we could maybe talk a little bit about after tiger force and python patrol uh and after the walmart retro what are some possible exclusive lines that could be done at those retailers? 
Uh, let's let's hit Walmart first since retro. First of all, we got four more retro figures that I think people have gotten the Crimson Guards in hand, and that's it. Have Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, or Zartan? Have has anybody seen those at all yet? Mm-mm. Nope. So once retro, well, first of all, do we think now that they've made the change about the uh, retro blister card packaging? Do we think it's possible that that retro line may just continue? I hope so, because there's still a couple more figures. Yeah, and I think it's a really good way to reuse those, reuse those uh, molds, get some more mileage out of them, and give Walmart an, an exclusive. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you what, they, I, I will say this, and I said it last time, I, I really feel like they need another shot at Dusty. I yeah. think there's a much better version of this exact tooling, but deco wise, I think there's a better version of Dusty possible that I would absolutely shell out for. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of figures that I think that would sell really well with an like an alternate color scheme. You don't have to retool a thing for most of them. Well, and some of them, I mean, they are willing to retool like the head. They've shown yeah. that. Uh, but it's also important, I think, to point out that we're not going to get things like a, a, a version one Scarlet or Duke or whatever, because those are going to require way too much tooling to be just, you know, repaint releases like they've been doing in the retro line. No, but they could just they could do a Duke that is a little bit more like Sunbow colors without changing the without changing the mold. Uh, yeah, and fix the accessories that come if, with him. Yeah, if and I'm then, yeah buy they another... are changing the accessories on the Walmart retros, so. Yeah, yeah. If I if I'm gonna buy another Duke though, it's gonna to need to be a really good Duke and not a like this one retooled, repainted, unless they're gonna put different boots on him. Like he will require some pretty significant changes for me to feel it's worth buying another one. Yeah. Uh and Scarlet, I mean that that one really needs to be redone from and I like that Scarlet, but Scarlet needs to be redone from the ground up. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, hopefully they'll be able to just continue that Walmart retro line. But, man, the way that Lady J and Baroness are just, the pegs are full. Well, really gung ho. Lady J, especially. Uh, I will regularly walk into a Walmart and see like six Lady J's and no Baronesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, and I feel bad for her because she's already. Already the the regular release figure is warming shelves still at Targets right. and Walmart's. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's a good thing there aren't any other versions of Lady J that anybody really wants to get to, because I don't think this line will ever produce another Lady J. <laughs> oh, which is sad because I really wanted one in Sunbow colors. See, I don't really need Sunbow colors in the classified line. If they want to go back and redo O rings like that, I'm cool with it. But for classified, yeah. eh. Now, if it's something to to really recreate the toy, like they did with Gung Ho, then then sure, that's fine. But uh, that Lady J is good enough for me. Uh, all right, so yeah, Walmart Retro. Hopefully, that's just what keeps going on. As far as Target, I really love the idea of doing these sub teams that are that are the repaints, the classic repaints. Mm-hmm. So, what are our Night Force? Yeah, well, we option. we already are getting the mad marauders in the regular release right that's so. and that is in, isn't it interesting that that is in the regular line yeah and not a retailer exclusive type deal 
Nothing else. Has any other sub team thing like that been announced yet? No, Not that I can think of. And we had speculated on something at one point. Uh, it may have been we were talking about Night Force, but there's a couple of the ones that they could possibly throw out there. <laughs> After watching a specific episode of G.I. Joe, I'm thinking, when are you going to do Sky Patrol? <laughs> After watching that episode of G.I. Joe, which, by the way, <laughs> next week on our audio episode, uh, we are reviewing our very first I mean, we've watched Deep G.I. Joe before. We are, for the first time, reviewing a Deke episode next week. So what be have sure you made us do? You, you legit do not want to miss this episode. <laughs> I think this is going to be up there with our G.I. Joe the movie review as far as greatest episodes we've done. <laughs> I uh, if, if you are not subscribed to us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, leave us a review, whatever. <clears throat> Just be sure next week uh friday the 27th yes friday the 27th is going to be something something i don't ever want anything to do with sky patrol ever (laughs) at all i don't i used to think the vehicles were cool and i don't anymore (laughs) after watching that Uh, uh all right so oh yeah that was the other mention that i was trying to think of thank you okay who just said that uh ritz murphy heard that the next walmart line may be night force starting with big ben so we know big ben has been announced but it was mentioned that he was part of some kind of like special forces or something do you guys remember emily saying that or special missions i think yeah Mm. so i don't know what that means i really don't want that's the other reason i'd like the retro for walmart is that they feel less necessary to me I don't want Walmart to get anything that I actually really want as an exclusive. Like the gung-ho, I really wanted that gung-ho, but if I didn't get it, at least I've got a gung-ho. Because Walmart is just, as bad as Target is, as much as everybody hates Target, Walmart has, in general, historically been worse. Well, speaking of special missions, how about a special missions Brazil as an exclusive to one of these? Well, you retailers? just sit on that, buddy, because that's a conversation <laughs> for another day. You know, I'm bringing that up. Uh, Thor Golden Cub, I agree. Retro Sunbow Duke, maybe accessories like Weather Dominator episode like Chains. Uh, still so many undone figures, though. Quick Kicks, No Job Jinx, uh, and all the Cobra Law characters. Craig Dukas, I assumed we were headed towards winter tundra themes with snow serpents on the way. I would be Uh, behind that, Craig. What was that? I said I would be behind that 100%. Well, we know snow job and snow serpents are on the way. And I think it's been suggested. And I think Emily might have even made reference to there being uh, environment-themed waves. So we could potentially see... Snake uh, eyes in his winter coat. Well, but I I think the, I took it more as blizzard see, and frostbite. Yeah, and, yeah, right. All in a wave together. That's it's what just, I would want. I just know again, what happened with like the later. What was it? Rise of Cobra, the 30th anniversary, when they started doing like Destro in his Arctic gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snake the Eyes in his Arctic gear. Yeah, I can. I pursuit of Cobra. It was the one. I open all of them so. 
it was the one between the two movies where they wanted to okay. keep the line going. Uh, because for the longest time, I didn't get that winter coat Destro. And then I, uh, it actually snowed here. And I was so mad I didn't have it because I actually went outside. This I've got these pictures somewhere. I've, I took pictures of this whole entire G.I. Joe Arctic mission story. Uh, but I was lucky. I was able to stop on the way home from work and get one of the Arctic coat Destros. So I ended up having it. Uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. We all want our environmentally themed, uh, particularly Arctic Joes, which is another reason why I think the Snowcat is a cool choice for a Hazlab. Uh, all right. So yeah, Night Force is a good possibility. Sky Patrol, though, the the actual figures in Sky Patrol weren't repaints of anything, were they? Weren't they? No, all no, new? they were all. Yeah, so that's it, whatever it is, it's got to be repaints. So I think really you're kind of limited to. Uh, I mean, Night Force is the only other thing, right? Well, uh, if you think about the original, I mean, the original Target exclusive line was not re they were not repaints. Well, right. They but weren't. I don't think they're going to go back to that after the outrage. Right. I that's that's the what I was thinking. That Tiger Force and Python Patrol were the next ones. Yeah. But even, uh, well, even so, we're getting. We're not getting repaints. We're getting the first versions of most of these characters. Well, right, and that's that's fine. I mean, yeah, I, I have no problem with that at all. But I, as far as like Sky Patrol, is all new tooling. The only versions of those characters, like that's a that seems to me a different proposition. So Battle Force two thousand is off the table. Well, that's well, off the so, table one hundred percent anyway. Just keep no, that. when when I saw this question in our notes, what's scary is it's not that I have any clamoring for those figures. I guess maybe just because I hear them talked about so much, that was the first thing that popped into my head for a Target exclusive. Because if you wanted to sell those figures that would be the way to do it but then i also was thinking with battle force 2000 it's just so intrinsically linked to the vehicles that came right. with them that i well I, that, except is it even possible to do them without well the yeah they didn't come with them but it was <laughs> well you know what of, i mean right probably one of the main reasons why that line failed so badly at the time well, I mean, the main reason it failed so badly is it was terrible. Well, that too. But <laughs> many, many beyond the that. beginning of the end. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, another one. Griddle Gaines was the first one in this week. I guess after last time, knowing Griddle Gaines came in a little bit late, they were like, all right, I'm getting it in early this time. And we got the first comment. How about a list of figures, comic or cartoon, that should be made that haven't been made well, Griddle Gains, you're going to have to tune into our audio podcast episodes because we actually have a segment called Missing in Action where we do exactly that. Each time uh, one of us will bring up a character from Sunbow or from the comics or, or maybe somewhere else that never got a figure in the original line that we feel should have. Uh, so tune in. Like I said, subscribe for that audio podcast uh, and you'll get those Missing in Action segments uh, from time to time. Uh, all right. KB Jodographs, which, by the way, if you guys are not following KB Jodographs on Instagram, you should be. Awesome stuff. Uh, maybe a what if segment for a second season of Resolute. 
maybe a poll for everyone's favorite real american hero comic book cover okay so that's two separate things first of all a what if segment for a second season of resolute that is honestly a whole segment that maybe we could do on one of the audio shows i think that because obviously we've got to put some brain power into that we've got to really really think about it because the only thing that i can come up with off the top of my head for a second season of resolute is make sure you don't bring back anybody that had anything to do with the first season of resolute that's the only thing i've got right off the top of my head (laughs) We've yeah, got, for those who have not listened review. to our review of Resolute, uh, yeah, it's very we, popular we, amongst a lot of the community, but yeah. we're not the biggest fans of it. Yeah, we uh, go back and listen it again on the audio podcast. Uh, go back and listen to our review of Resolute, uh, we, we, which I think is fair. It's, we we didn't we didn't trash it. We're not we're not ever here to trash anything except for the Deke episode. <laughs> we, we really try not to try no, i think we hit we touched on the good points and we touched yeah. on the yeah. not yeah. as good points yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, we, i think our criticisms are very very legitimate about it about resolute yeah we try to be fair about everything uh but yeah we'll we'll mark that down for a future episode to come up with like a follow-up to resolute what it might look like or even like you know in same thing of uh renegades like what speculation on what a second season of that might look like too. yeah absolutely uh, I'll, yes. I'll go ahead and throw this out there right now zombie bazooka <laughs> um all right what do we got for renegades thor... or resolute or both <laughs> yeah either way uh thor golden cub irradiated snake eyes with hot pink radiation effects yeah i'll take that every day of the week uh ritz murphy lenny mentioned wanting to do white snake eyes in a round table uh, yeah, and he's. I think he's also talked about uh, Snake Eyes version four. Four is the one that has blue mm-hmm. and the red goggles, right? Yeah, I think Lenny. Oh, goalie well. Snake Eyes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Airsoft Snake Eyes. Yeah. Photo Viper R.I.P. B.F. Two K. I have no idea what that means. Oh, Battle R.I.P. Battle Force yeah, 2000. Yeah. Spoilers uh. for things that happened 30 years ago. <laughs> Larry uh, was like, let's just get rid of these guys. <laughs> I got to put them in one love. issue. <laughs> and, well, and I know uh, I know a lot of people love Resolute. And I, I get it. I understand. I know that there's, there's a lot of love out there for it. But uh, Craig Dukas, I would love a Resolute comeback. Photo Viper, I want season two of Renegades. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. I, take, I would take that before anything else at this point uh craig dukas my main appreciation of resolute is how the firearms were not lasers much more realistic and loud action scenes and and that was one of the things that we talked about is that the action scenes and everything was very kinetic like there there were things that were done very very well in resolute for sure Mm -hmm. uh all right so yeah we'll mark both of those things down for the future the uh what if and uh a poll for everyone's favorite real american hero comic book cover i like that idea i'm not Mm. sure where we would put it up exactly uh it'd be something i'd have to figure out on social media but uh, definitely something we can do issue 43 yes is that that the one with the 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 grim reaper shooting gun yeah that's my favorite the it's that one's great for me, I think, and I'd have to go back and look, I think the one with the whale that uh, almost looks like a painting, mm-hmm. I believe that's my favorite, but uh, that's something we got to look at one. in the future. Uh, Biddix J. Patrick, I can't join the live stream, but we'll listen later. I'm curious about Cobra troop ranks. Does a Viper outrank an infantry officer? 
What about Crimson Guard? Are Python Patrol and other special units the same level as non-special? So would the Python Patrol officer command a regular Viper? As we keep getting troop builders, teams, and officers in classified, just wondering among and between those ranks and teams, who commands who? Hmm. Well, the so first if I dug into this large question today. Oh, you did. You looked. I into did. This? I okay. Yep. <clears throat> um, so according to what Larry Hama wrote and sent to Hasbro, the Vipers are on equal ground with Cobra Troopers. The he, only he actually called them Vipers before Vipers existed. It's yeah. So like you know, just their gear is is different. Um, so the Crimson Guard are more elite. They're I really like this part. So they're they're more trained. They're highly specialized, but they are also specialized in uh, what was it that he called it like society or something like that like basically you know they all are made to look alike but they need to blend in so that they are not noticeable um but they are more loyal to cobra commander like i always imagine because I, I never like seeing like a hundred crimson guard running around the battlefield and on a sunbow cartoon because i like the way they were portrayed in the comics where like mm-hmm. there were just a handful of them they were all like very specialized Freds. Yeah. So, but a a Crimson Guard could tell like a Cobra officer or a Viper officer what to do because they are higher on the chain. It's just less likely they would end up in a position to do that. Correct. Yeah. But like then... I don't think they would they would be able to they they have a higher rank, but I don't think that they are going to be able to give commands because they're not going to be directly above them. But if they were in a position where like, let's say something happened where a team of Cobras were sent to extract a Fred, the Fred, once, once they were in their same environment, the Fred would actually be the authority there. If he chose the Fred is going to be he's going to be more interested in extricating himself from the situation and is not going to take control. But if they get to a point where the entire unit is endangered and the Fred feels that he needs to direct things and is more capable of doing so than the Cobra officer, then the Cobra officer will be compelled to follow Fred's orders. Right. The way I took it was the Fred is going to be the smartest person in the room when it comes to planning and actual execution so if the crap hits the fan, which again, to Noel's point, you don't have, at least the way I see it, you don't have whole squads of Crimson Guards. But as far as um, the alternate decos, like the Python Patrol, nothing is different. They are right. what they are. It's right. just the actual costume. Um, although on joepedia i think it was um they described the python patrol as being more mercenary and put together by major blood i think it's because major blood had a later release but i couldn't find anything in what larry hama had written to back that up but i may not have just found it but i think that's an interesting spin on it 
when they introduced the Python Patrol in the comics, they were literally just regular Cobra troops right. that received the technology. And for the one, the the uh, the infiltration of Darklonia, I, I think is is the country that they were sneaking into. Uh, or no, it wasn't Darklonia, but it was a bordering state. They were coming from Darklonia, I think. But whatever the case, they were all just regular Cobras that got the Python Patrol stuff. So it's yeah, right. That, the Python Patrol isn't doesn't have anything to do with hierarchy. It's literally just the the equipment that you're assigned. Yeah, the Python Patrol Infantry Trooper is just as much cannon fodder as a blue uniform, right, or a right. Viper. Now, for the Vipers, though, and and this is uh, Photo Viper, uh, blue shirts are standard enlisted. Vipers are specialized. CGs are elite. However, that's not what the file cards state. Yeah. The file cards state that the Vipers are the bottom of the barrel, like green Cobra recruits, which never made sense to me because they look so much cooler. So like in my in my Joe canon, the Vipers are a step above the Cobra troopers, but that is not their original intent. Yeah, Larry Hama, yeah. The, his direct quote or whatever thing that he typed up to Hasbro was that the blue Cobra uniform and the Vipers are interchangeable. Yeah. And I always thought it, it should have, it should have played out to where you no longer saw your blue shirt, shirt Cobras. They had just right. been issued new uniforms right, in 1985. Right, right. And that yeah, would make sense. Cause there was an off the top of my head. I can't remember. There was something special about what the helmet could do that made it different than yeah. what you got like the, a readout or whatever that 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 was i mean that's yeah it was my, like some sort of anti-sonic yeah sure, sure whatever whatever i think i've expressed my even my own head canon that cobra commander upgraded their uniforms because he was starting to get paranoid uh about all this speculation about replacing him so he made all the troopers in his own image that's why they have the the shields <laughs> i like it i like it uh, Craig Dukas, not only can a CG kick your butt, they can also do your taxes. That is yes. correct. Uh, Ritz Murphy, but, Operation oh. Dragonfly. Well, I think Operation Dragonfire uh, is all about Python Patrol, but it's Deke. Well, but we'll do a full review of that at some point. That'll be a megasode. That's going to be a long one. But I do want to review that because the mm -hmm. bridge between Sunbow and Deke is, is very interesting. We'll get to that someday. But as someone who has issues sometimes with things being literal python patrol crimson guard <laughs> has bugged me all day because there is no red on him whatsoever there's no crimson. so he should just be python patrol guard yes but yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> all right guys we gotta bring this thing home uh, it is time to wrap it up with our final segment which once again we have to thank craig dukas your care package is in pro uh, for the title of this final segment, Joe and Tell. Uh, Noel, do you want to kick it off this time? Sure, I'll kick it off. I had I had something different at the very last minute. I was like, well, I guess I got to change it up. But this is something that I was, uh, I figured this is a good segment for this. Um, I don't know if anybody was familiar with um, Gary Goggles Head, who was, of course, a big, uh, yeah. big name in the G.I. Joe community. He passed away back, it's been eight years actually since he passed away, which when I read that again today, that blew my mind because I 
I can't believe it's been that long. Um, but of course, Hasbro paid tribute to him with a sightline figure uh, that was released in the regular line. But uh, what was really cool was in 2017's uh, Jocon, the one in Orlando, um, the uh, they actually did a, a custom figure that they were giving out at the uh, at the show. And I was actually really, really excited because they gave it a thousand of them. Uh, I was able to get one at the show. Nice. Um, of course, it came with the custom file card. It came with the uh, like the classic trading card. All very cool. And of course, this was an O-ring figure that has the uh, the snake eyes head, the flash body, uh, the uh, the classic uh, uh, bedroll um, backpack Duke, here. The Duke backpack. Yeah, the Duke backpack. Yeah. Um, just a neat little figure. So it's been kind of one of the centerpieces of my collection for a long time. Um, so this is great. And if you got one of these, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for you. However, I, I do want to, I do want to share this. And this has always bugged me for the last, uh, six years since these things went up for free, mind you at Joe, at Joe con. Um, this is a tribute to a person who one of his passions was giving away things for free. He liked to like hide figures around conventions for people to find just to kind of like, hey, that's a cool thing to find. Um, a lot of these were actually hidden around the convention as well, as well as being given away at the booth. So if you have one of these and you think someone else wants it, don't put it on eBay, please. Oh, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. me ill every time I see that when people yeah. have them up for like $250. You know, in, enjoy this really, really cool, unique tribute to somebody. And if somebody else wants it, gifted i mean that's 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 my that's my little rant for the day so uh yeah um very cool to, i was very very happy to be able to get one of these and uh you know hope you were as well but don't but don't go don't go pay 250 dollars for one on ebay well and skeletron also paid tribute to goggles uh, mm -hmm. with an alternate head sculpt for one of the figures with the robo skull uh which is very cool uh, all right, Christian, what do you got for Joe and Ted? Okay, so um, I wanted to show off, and I don't know if my... Ah, darn it, it's... You have disappeared entirely. I have. Um, well, let me see if, if I can... My green screen is not going to allow it. Darn it. Oh, kind of, a little bit. Uh, it is clearly some kind of the, shipwreck. Oh, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, if anybody knows the heartache of trying to get a room at Dragon Con, uh, yeah. I've, yeah. it's something I've been very lucky at uh, for 10 plus years. So, anyway, one year my friend gifted me uh, this piece of art, which is a shipwreck in a local county jail with Polly. Uh, getting his mugshot <laughs> taken. We'll have to get a picture of that. And put yeah, it up get on a the, picture yeah. of that and we'll put <laughs> it up Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely share that. Uh, all right, so I've got something. Well, I've got two really big weeks. And I had to make a big, I had to make a decision as to which thing I was going to share which week. Uh, but this week, I'm going to kick off with Noel, you brought Word Burglar to my attention uh, a couple of years ago. And we all know Welcome to Cobra Island is one of the greatest albums. Of, th this is literally one of my favorite albums ever. It's incredible I was actually shocked that you had never heard of it when I brought it up on that episode. 
I just I'm I'm not I, I don't keep up with what the kids are doing, man. <laughs> but this I've got it on vinyl here. You can see uh, it's it's incredible. I love it. When I first heard about it, I thought, oh, it's going to be G.I. Joe, like some kind of corny, like comedy album or whatever. And it ended up being one of the best things I've ever heard from the samples of the Sunbow music to the rhymes just being absolutely incredible. And now I'm a huge fan of Word Burglar as well. Uh, I've got, I think, everything he's done at this point uh, because he's just amazing. But this album has really become something special to me. And a few weeks ago, he put up the test pressings for the album. And there were, there are, now I don't know how many exist, but there are three test pressings of Welcome to Cobra Island in circulation. And I have one of them. Wow. I decided that. I just, as much as I love this album, as big a fan I am of, of Word Burglar, and I did a big interview with him on the Needless Things podcast. You can act, it's one of the last episodes of the podcast. Uh, so if you Google Needless Things Word Burglar, you'll find that interview. It's incredible. Uh, I'm actually looking, I, I'm kind of putting together something, hopefully, to work with him in the future on. Uh, he couldn't be a nicer guy. I mean, he's Canadian. What are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, but if you don't know, a test pressing is what the uh, actual manufacturer of the records sends to the artist to get approved as it sounds like you want it to sound. Uh, so this is, like I said, one of three that's in circulation. Uh, enclosed or test presses for your new vinyl release. These are black vinyl records with blank white labels for review and approval. If you are producing a picture disc, the tests should be blank picture disc tests. Once you have sent us your formal approval, we can continue with the full production of your order. Below are some things to take into consideration while reviewing your test presses. If you have requested a unique etching or engraving, make sure that it has been added correctly on each side of the test pressing. So this is minus color, the final production version that the artist approves. As you can see, Word Burglar Bergy signed both sides uh, of the record. Uh, just comes in this blank white sleeve, but this is, like I said, one of the three that he received, listened to, and sent back or gave his input to say this the album's done, send it to final production. So this is, if you're familiar with Toy Speak, this is kind of like a test shot. Uh, very similar. Very cool. So I just I had to have it. I've got uh I got a frame that I'm going to put it in. I'll put up pictures of that on Instagram once I get that done. But it was just something that as soon as I saw it up available, uh, I, I was just like, man, I, I got to have it. Oh, yeah. Craig Dukas never heard of that album. We'll look into it. Craig, dude, you've got it. Welcome to Cobra Island. Go, go get it yeah Bandcamp. uh photo viper said you can pay what you want on Bandcamp. yes absolutely yep, go to yep. Bandcamp, support word burglar and there is as of this recording there was one test pressing of welcome to cobra island left so two are out in the world one word burglar still has uh so at some point there will be three out there 
I was uh, this cool close to wearing my Rap Viper shirt tonight too, and it doesn't. I should fit me I right. should have worn mine. I didn't. It even... doesn't fit me right now, so I just oh, yeah, lose I another 10, goes, 15 pounds dude. for that, dude. Every everything I order is double X <laughs> because I can wear it whether I'm skinny or fat. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh cool get dave you guys are really bringing the heat with uh rarities and one of a kinds great yeah, yeah i dude this was something that was just too special to not have and uh, 25 years from now i'm still gonna look at the wall and be like man this is a good good get signed by the man uh, amazing uh all right well that is all we've got for you live we got to cut this thing out so we can go record the next audio episode that'll go up next week the audio version of this episode will be uh available wherever you get your podcasts this friday the 20th our music is by andy samford of electricminnowmusic.com you can follow us on instagram at audible interlude podcast and on twitter at gi joe audible christian where can we find that toy photography that you do so well you can find me on flickr.com and instagram under legion cub noel why don't you tell us a little bit about the finest the finest is an international gi joe costuming club and uh, we raise money for a great organization called canines for warriors if you see us at a convention throw a few bucks our way say hello and if you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite joe or cobra character uh ask us uh, uh how to apply because uh, we're always looking for new members throughout the uh throughout the world well, everybody in the chat, thank you so much for hanging out with us and, and giving your input. We love having you here. Like I said, follow us on Instagram. Look for that sound off post. We want to talk about what you want us to talk about. Uh, Christian and Noel, thank you for sitting down and talking about something we, we love so much, G.I. Joe. As always, yo, Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.